0: Welcome to another episode of the In the Limelight podcast. I'm Clarissa Burt, founder of In the Limelight Media, where we enlighten, entertain, and educate our listeners. You are tuned in to Bookish Meet the Authors with Megan Huntsteiner.
1: Enjoy. Hi, my name is Megan Hudsteiner, and I am the host of Bookish Meet the Authors, a television show that highlights the work of book authors globally. You'll be able to see this interview on In the Limelight TV, which is distributed on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and a hundred other smart TV apps. The audio version of the interview can be heard wherever you listen to your podcasts. Today, I have Kelly Stutliff. She is a psychic medium author and successful radio show host who has been practicing medium- for over 18 years. She conducts a private readings and consults as a psychic investigator using her expertise on missing persons cases for private investigators, individual families, and national missing persons organization. Kelly is an award-winning international best-selling author. Her recent book, Spirit Speaks Within You, has won three book awards, each along with the Listen Up the other side is talking. She has also been featured in three other books in the last 5 years for her opinion on institution and how it all works in our day-to-day world. Kelly, welcome. And so Hey, how are you? Thank you, nice Meg. <laughs> Where do I start with all of that? Like wow. Like how do you begin? What how did you become a psychic first of all? Like Okay, well really, you know, I always say in No one raises
0: their hand to be a psychic medium. Okay. Your psychic ability picks you. And it's often like I always say, your children pick you. All right. And so sometimes our roles are defined for us by our soul, our soul contracts. And, you know, um, this is my world. Honestly, you know, when I was a little girl, I would have all these experiences and I I would talk to my grandparents when they would come through and I would get these messages off. And I would have these kind of um, young age, uh, you know, situations. And um, my mother was real protective of me at the time. So she would be like, oh, Kelly, don't tell anybody or just tell me, you know. Well, those were experiences I had my whole life where I would know I was literally crossing people through at night and it would have people in my dreams that didn't know. And I still do that today. And but, you know, I was very protected and so consequently, I was Irish Catholic, 12 years at Catholic school. We don't talk about those things. And then a priest showed up in my life and he was very psychic and he was friends of my parents. And he said to me, Kelly, you are very psychic because he was. And all of a sudden I'm squelched my whole life to saying, oh, we don't talk about those things. And, uh, you know, God sends me a priest to say, it's okay to do what I do. Okay. Now that's against deity. That's against everything. So when I start and and children, just so I can add this children are very psychic till the age of seven. And then oftentimes religion, deities, parents, people, teachers, whomever squalch it because we're so open. We're little souls, right? We're little souls just starting here on this earth. And so many, many people, many psychics will tell you, you know, they had this gift their whole life, but then they turn it on, turn it off. You know, they don't, they don't use it. So I was that person too. So in my twenties, you know, into my thirties, early thirties had a successful real estate career. And um, one day I was making baby formula in my kitchen because I had three kids in three years and decided, Oh, I'm going to do that psychic thing again. And soon as I said that the floodgates came open again, like a little girl. So, I started to figure out like, how am I going to do this and what is happening to me? And I have all the spirit in my house and I have all of these experiences happening and I'm feeding babies at night and, and this is my crazy world. Right. And so I was fortunate. I, I was, I studied for a year for, to learn how this worked, but I didn't even know I was a medium, had no clue. I didn't even know what a medium was. And so I took this intensive course and it was all, they they bring in psychics, they'd bring in astrologers, they'd bring in dowsers, they'd bring in healers. And every night when we were there, we had to practice that. Well, one night two mediums show up. And in that moment, I was able to read like I always did. So past loved ones, their past loved ones were coming through and I was reading them and reading people in my class. And they were like, Kelly, you're a natural medium. This is who you are. So I was, I said, okay, I'm going to do this work. So I forwarded my life, right? I blew off real estate. Now, back when I did this, okay, the only movie that was out there was the Sixth Sense movie. I see dead people. Oh, I remember that no movie. one had any shows, really. Maybe John Edward was just starting out, having a program on TV. This wasn't a popular subject. And so I would always hide behind my real estate license when people say, Kelly, what do you do for a living? And this is what I would say. and um, but in the meantime, I'm practicing my work. So I left real estate and decided to do this full time. Well, then fast forward, you know, everybody I always say spirit has an agenda. your guides have an agenda for you. And I ended up say, um, someone approached me to do radio. So I had a radio show before anybody was doing radio. Everyone's doing podcasts today, like we are today, which is awesome. Technologies change, and um, I was able to be broadcasted in four different cities for my for my program, Psychic Cup of Coffee. And um, I would interview people about this work and how it works. And then I then I was like, okay, I think I'm gonna write a book. So I was featured in my first book, Pearls of Wisdom, and that was a collaborative book. And I talked. Um, my chapter was called Daily Cup of Calm. And that was about um, um, how to ground your energy, how to focus, how to keep calm. And that was collaborated with uh, with Jack Canfield um, and several other name um, book, book authors. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, if I was in this book, I'm gonna write a book. And that's when Listen Up, The Other Side is Talking came about. So in that story, I talked all about my experience as a psychic medium and you know talked all about the dynamics of how my life works and stories that were carried with me for years and you know also the important messages about paying attention to your loved ones and how they give you signs i would say the most important thing to do actually in this line of work is when you want to connect with a loved one you give them the sign to connect with them everybody does it wrong everybody's like, I'm waiting for a sign for my loved one to get, tell me that they're okay. Well, it's like when you pick up the phone to talk to your daughter, right? You pick up the phone, you dial the number to reach her. You have to do the same thing with spirit. You have to, you have to dial the number. So you give them a sign to get back to you. The whole world is looking for Cardinals. Okay. They're like, I got to see a Cardinal. I'm like, those Cardinals are exhausted on the other side. Right. Okay. So, I'm saying to you, it's important. Actually, you have to modulate. You know what I mean? To look for signs, the songs. Give me a sign today, Mama. Are you okay? Here's my sign. I'm giving to you to give back to me. Watch and see when you do that work, what happens. So it's amazing, on the confirmations you get. So in this process, right? I'm in. You know, I've, I've been fortunate. I was, I was featured in in a few other collaborative books, and you know, all about been I was asked actually by other authors to basically kind of confirm my work and what what is with my psychic ability with my work that I do and I was able to be collaborated with three different you know um books which have been phenomenal they've all those books have all won awards too so I'm a part of part of that which has been really cool um to put my accolades in there right um which is nothing better when someone asks you as a professional to say, hey, what do you think? Give me your opinion.
1: So I have a question. <laughs> yeah. I like listening to So I'm like, still like, I keep my head keeps going back. You talked about being a little girl and having this capability, like what exactly were you experiencing and why is it only when as a young kid, like, why would you block it out as you get older? Well, you know what? when I, first of all, little, little kids are open, right? They're
0: very believable. They, they feel things, they sense things, right? Remember like when your four-year-old was telling you stories, right? Oh my gosh, four or five years old, the stories just get bigger, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, people are like born with this ability, right? My grandmother who came to me when I was nine years old, after she had passed to tell me that she was okay in heaven and give this message to my mom, was very intuitive. I had both, both grandma, grandmothers on both sides were very intuitive people. So lineage in that have, plays into it also. All right. Um, and so is everybody children, psychic? everybody's psychic. Everybody's intuitive. It's a matter of, of, uh, you being psychic and, and actually a matter of choosing to accept that God given gift ability, right? Because we can't, you can't be a surgeon today or a police officer today and not use instinct. Right. Where do you think that's coming from? That's psychic ability. Or a, a strong businesswoman or a strong business, you know, man, or, you know, a great athlete who knows the move of the next player who's be, so that they get that, you know, they get the two points in the hoop. Right. So, so this is intuition. This is that this is like the wake up call to everybody that everybody has intuition as children your job as a mother parent to is to encourage that to trust it so they when they get older they they will trust instinct to to keep them safe how about that and so that's the one thing we fail as parents that parents don't do that they don't say okay like in my house when my kids grew up we had psychic cup um psychic um Tuesdays and we would all sit my little ones. And we would talk about psychic ability and we would ground ourselves and we'd do meditation. And then I'd say, okay, you know, mommy has three colors in her head. It's red, white, or blue. And my, the color in my head would be red. I said, what color is mommy thinking? Red. They would say that because they were taught to think this way. Okay. And feel it. So when my children, and and then I taught my children how to ground their energy So grounding is the most ever important in the world for everybody. But if you teach a child to ground their energy and plant, you know what I mean? And protect, what happens is things are easier. They know the answers to the test. They feel it. They know they, they, they feel safe. They know how to score goals because they, they envisioned it right. When they're playing soccer, this is where, you know what we, this is a huge thing in our culture today that needs to be happening more um kids with anxiety really really okay whose fault is that as a parent did you teach your child the ground did you teach your, yeah spiritually did you teach, teach them how to get get internal so this is where that shift happened in my house because you know what i was always you know just out a protection mode oh just tell me don't tell anybody in my house i was like okay what kind of experiences did you have let's talk about this and so consequently my children are very very intuitive kids. They're adults now. They're all like many adulting now in their early twenties, and so this is really important as a as a process. So I talk about those things in my book, right? And then I went into our, my my, and and it's important to answer your question because we t- we talked a little off topic topic here. But what's really important to understand is that people you can you can turn ability your psychic ability on and you can turn it off. So you, so you can say, Hey, I'm not ready for this right now, but at some point in your life, it will come back to you. It always does. Cause I always say your psychic ability is your best friend. Why would it turn away? It wouldn't, but you have to be prepared and open to it. And once you start to blend and you start to ground your energy and you are able to receive it, watch how your life changes. So as, a, as an example, when my kids would go in to college and take a test before they'd go in, they'd say, okay, mom, ground me. And we do a grounding exercise before they go and take their exam. Or they learn to, before they go into interview, okay, ground me. I'm grounding my energy before I go in. So it's a tool. So psychic ability is that tool. So in my last book that I just wrote, Spirit Speaks Within You, this came about actually, um, I wrote it actually during the pandemic, right? Prior to the pandemic a little bit. Because I was tired of people being fear-based and to get the fear out of your out of your life, right? Right. So what happened with the pandemic? People got fear-based. They quadrupled their fear. And and this was a reminder of really how spirit speaks within you, how to have flow in your life, how to not be um fear-based or listen to or question the media or question what's out there question, 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 because that's what psychic ability does. That's a, that's you as a psychic, you should be questioning. When I read for a client and I read for people globally all over the world, you know what? I have to prove my ability. And so I have to say, okay, if so, a past loved one's coming through and I'm giving a reading, or if I'm working on a missing person's case, I have to validate that. And I need the proof. So as people, when I, when I talked about um, discussed in my books, um, Spirit Speaks Within You, it's, your job to question and use your instinct. And I think I have a really great, great um, chapter in my book um that I'll share. And I have this really good friend of mine,, um, um, Larry, and he's a phenomenal psychologist. and he is um, what do you call him? Yale, Harvard, everything, right? Mm-hmm. So he is really interesting um history so you know he kind of floundered in his life nobody really wanted to you know really talk to him in life about things because he was a painter and and that kind of stuff he was really bright so down the road he becomes a psychologist and doctor and hail uh, you know yale harvard everything right so we were talking one day and i talk about this in my book and what happened in 2020 and through 22 is he we were chatting he says well you know kelly people lost their hunt and i said what do you mean hunt and he said when a fox is looking for dinner he goes hunting and you know he doesn't give up you know if he sees a squirrel or a rabbit and he misses the squirrel or the rabbit his belly still grumbling so he's still hunting he's going to keep going right and until he gets fed that night And he said, people have lost their hunt. So people in our society have lost their hunt because they become fear-based. Instead, they've sat back and been like, oh, the government's gonna take care of me. Oh, geez, I don't feel like doing that. Mom and dad take care of that for me. Oh, um, you know what? I don't have my direction anymore. Someone take care of me. Now, if you were a fox, you'd be dead and buried by now, right? So this is about flow. This is about um, fear, how to how to get out of that. And in Spirit Speaks Within in You, I address all of that because I was tired of it. I was tired of it. And, and Spirit kept saying, okay, Kelly, write, write, write here. We're going to download on you. Because everybody knows when you write a book, when you write, you'll write a book and you'll be like, "Ah, oh, I would have never said that like that. Okay, it's channel. You're channeling. All right, so you get this whole team on the other side, you know, all these former authors and people and guides who who give you that intuition, give you those words to put on that paper, and and that's exactly, you know, what how that bro- my book was birthed, and and that's what um, that's why it became the first day an international bestseller in four different countries, five I think, five countries, and then it went on to win three awards um, that were pretty distinguished awards, book awards. And because that showed me the message was out. And the only reason I could write that book is because I trusted my instinct to what my guides were given. Now, God, it was pretty controversial in some of the things I talked about because uh, we couldn't talk about things like that. You know what I mean? About the reality of um, what was happening in our country. Now we know more, okay? It all comes out. As my dad always used to say, Kelly, everything comes out in the wash. You know what I mean? And it certainly does. So that's the component is that you know, that's kind of, it was almost like a fever of, of to get things out with that. So, um, so that's kind of me in a nutshell. So besides that and, and working in, you know what, my, my line of work where I work in missing persons work.
1: That's what I that, want to talk to you about. Can yeah. You hear more about that. That's absolutely fascinating because wow. Like, how does that work? Does that you know what?
0: Like- Again, this was another job um, opportunity. Um, as I say, with spirit and not all psychics want to do this work right? I, I, because it's heavy, first of all, and it's it's heavy in the sense where, you know, you don't want to see things or hear things or, or be in that space where someone has, can't find somebody. When you lose somebody and you can't find somebody, that is worse than death. There's some things in life that are like that. And this is number one. It's a constantly, where are they? Are they safe? Are they harmed? And. So 12 years back, um, I got my first case and, um, I was working on this, this case and I was able to provide for the family, um, the location where they would find their mother. And I had said in the reading, um, Joanne Matouk-Romaine, there's, there's great, great, um, documentaries on, on this, this murder case. And um you can see it on Netflix and there's a, a series called Lady in the Lake around her case.
1: Okay. And
0: so at that moment, when I read the of the family she went missing in January, just actually a few weeks ago and uh, her anniversary was her anniversary. And I had said she would be found in the springtime. There would be people. Um, two fishermen would find her. she was dumped in the water. This is not a suicide case. this is a, a murder cover-up case. I gave names to the, loca- uh, to the people who are around it um, to look into. I also was involved um, giving the location. There was, a, there was a bridge by there. There was, um, you know, a lot of facts, right? And it's just downloads. And what I say, I always go into my psychic press release, right? So I go into the psychic press release and who, what, when, where, how, and give that information. What was interesting is um, she called me March 21st, my birthday. She would, they, she, Joanne was found the first day of spring by this bridge. Two fishermen found her, and she was dead. And all these details I gave. Along with that, she was also the coroner um, diagnosed her death as a dry death, which means that she was thrown in the water. There was no water in her lungs, so she couldn't have drowned or committed suicide. So these are the things. This is my world. So fast forward 12 years, lots of cases. I just did a case out of Taylor, Michigan, where Kyle Lasky went missing, and I gave evidence to the family and the um, the family found him before the police did through my evidence. That's so I'm able to oftentimes work on cases where I can give location, information, street names, et cetera, and I am fortunate to be able to help families have some closure.
1: How do, so, you, how do you get these jobs?
0: Well, families call me directly because they see it through my work, mm-hmm. um, or I'll get, um, I have certain de- detectives I work with around the country who will call me, um, and then um, I work with them. Um, in my line of work, I've, I've provided information to state ag- um, state agencies, um, FBI, you know, depending on what the case was. So... Um, I've been in collaboratives where all psychics work together and we work on cases together. Um, I've done a, a unit with Boston University um, there I've done worked with for, a former FBI agent um, with, where 100 psychics we would all tune into cases at the same time. So I'm experienced and, um, and now that's how I that's that's kind of my passion to ha- help within that um, because there's a, a gigantic need and want, sadly, because of all the, the dynamics we have within our, our missing situation right now in the world.
1: I mean, you'd be the first person I call if something happened. I'd be like, okay, uh, I you so. insight, please. Like, oh, that's, that's, it's absolutely devastating. I I couldn't even, I don't even want to go there in my head. To you, like, you don't. And,
0: and no one, should, and let's say this, no one should, should go there back at back. And our statistics are much higher now. I haven't even looked them up. Recently, but um, a few years back, 2,500 people in the United States go missing every day. Now, missing people go from you know, people with Alzheimer's who go missing, okay, to divorce situations where they steal the kids, to actual people being miss- missing. But our biggest problem today and people going missing is sex trafficking and human trafficking. And until we get a grip on that, okay, is where we can see dramatic changes mm. because that's a global offense, okay not just a national offense. Well, and so, you know what, we, um, so I help put teams together with um, detectives, psychics, former military pe- um, people who want to throw their hat in the ring to help find the missing.
1: Kelly, you're absolutely fabulous like I could just sit here and pick your brain all day and like listen to stories I love stories mm-hmm. um I can't wait to read your story like even more so uh where can people learn more about you so
0: you can go to my website which is psychicmediumkelly.com kelly.com and kelly's k-e-l-l-e my parents decided to be different to spell their by my, my first name <laughs> I like so it. um Anyways, but you can go there, um, find my website, gosh, lots of information there. My blogs are there. My predictions are there, um, for 2023 on my blog. Um, there's, you know, my numbers are there to reach out to me. And, and I'm one of those people that actually really, if you call me, I'll call you back.
1: Love it. What mm-hmm. about social media? What are your social media handles? Is oh, it's um, like-
0: it's, it's actually, it would be, um, psychic medium, um, Kelly for all of them, really. So for instance, Instagram, Facebook, um all of them, you know, you name it, I'm on their Twitter.
1: Um, Are you on any cases? Am I what? Are you working on any cases right now? My
0: um I just did a case actually in um I'm still working on a case in Portugal right now. Um there's an Irish girl that m- went missing during the pandemic. And um the Portugal police basically botched it, didn't follow up. She was in a she was in a mm-hmm. hostel. Um, Jean um, was her name, and um, what do you call And she went missing. And it wasn't until the media, my work also too, which helped in um, getting um, exposure on her case. So, th- so that's a, a prominent case where now the Irish diplomats are involved um, making some action happen. So I just worked on that last week um, as an example. So I get calls from everywhere to work on cases. Um, And then, you know, my my greatest gift, honest to God, in life is is hearing, you know, what we got them, because, you know, that's what the work is about.
1: And I love it. Thank you so much for your. Oh, your I know speech. I got teary. I didn't mean no. to get teary. No, I love that. I think it's so touching. I like that, you're a great person a wonderful woman i am so honored to know you and appreciate uh, you. would you share one more time yeah. how they could get a hold of you certainly
0: um so call um you can reach me um at psychicmediumkelly.com that's my name and you know what or my email is psychic uh, psychicmedium@horizon. and um i'll be able to read for anybody and and connect for you which is fabulous.
1: Thank you, Callie. Thank you so much for joining us. And I look forward to chatting more with you.
0: Oh, me too. Thank you, Megan, for the interview. Love it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bookish Meet the Authors here on the In the Limelight Podcast Network, where we enlighten, entertain, and educate our listeners. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. And don't forget to tell your friends.